everybody on on the online platform from different homes <clears throat> let's gather together to declare and lift up the name of Jesus the name that is above every other name another mention of the name of Jesus demons tremble hell gets nervous today at the mention of the name of Jesus God is giving victory in the life of people no matter where you are what you're going through just lift up the name of Jesus shout with me Jesus in your houses shout with me Jesus in your personal space wherever you are shout with me Jesus along with your family shout with me Jesus come on somebody lift up the name of Jesus 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 the name above every other name Jesus at the mention of the name of Jesus demons tremble come on let's shout it out once again Jesus 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 there's somebody here there's somebody here the Lord is showing me there's somebody here what I'm seeing right now, listen to this. What I'm seeing right now is there's somebody here, you are hiding. You don't want to come outside in the public. You don't want to, you don't want people to see you, know you. You're hiding because of some, something that has happened to you. You're hiding. God says he is going to forgive you and you are forgiven. Today God says you are forgiven. Come out of your hiding the light of his glory is shining in your life today Jesus is breathing new life into your dead situation and he comes out of your hiding he comes outside of your hiding tomb and he says come out Lazarus right now come out Lazarus right now come out of your hiding come out of your hiding today is the day that we declare together today is the day we declare together come out of your hiding wherever you are come out your hiding place Father, I speak healing in the name of Jesus. I speak life in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray every dead thing will come back to life in Jesus' name. I cancel those deaths in Jesus' name. And I speak life into the situation of everybody online with this. Father God, there is nobody like you. Come on, somebody. If you love Jesus like nobody else, if you love Jesus put it on the chat right now and let there is nobody like Jesus put it on the chat right now and declare there is nobody like Jesus put it on the chat let everybody know there is nobody like Jesus and I love Jesus come on I believe in the supernatural something is about to move something is about to shift I believe in the supernatural get ready get ready get ready get ready church get ready church get ready I believe in the 
supernatural. I believe in the supernatural. I believe God is about to shift some situations. He's about to move some mountains that stood as an obstacle in your life. And in Jesus' name, I don't want to be here just as a normal Sunday goer, but I am here to declare my Jesus is a reigning king over my life. Come on. Hallelujah. Everybody who can speak in tongues right now starts shouting out and worshiping God in tongues in your houses, in your homes, no matter where you are. Close your eyes, look to heaven, lift up your hands and come on right now. Speak in the tongues, speak in the tongues and worship God. God says those who worship in tongues does not talk to men, but they talk to me. Start talking to God in tongues right now.
church, make some, make some bold decisions today. God is about to move. God is about to change. And He is in this building today. He is not just, I'm saying this physical building, but wherever you are gathered together, you're connected to this ministry. You're connected to our service. You're connected to Zion family. I want to shout out and welcome the Zion global family from all around the world. May the Lord continue to bless you. But hey, as we were leading in time of worship and we speaking in tongues and worshiping God, the Lord showed me an illustration that I had seen much before. And today, I just want to share something with you. Some of you here are thinking that you have lost your value. Some of you guys are thinking that you have lost your value of what has happened. People have talked trash about you. You have lost your value. You think I have no value at all. Nobody, nobody values me. Nobody values my opinion. And you could be a wife in the house or a husband or children in an organization. You're working as an employee or maybe among your friends. You think I have no, what is my value? There is somebody I, 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 I sense in my spirit today. There is somebody out there. There is somebody out there who is questioning about am I valuable am I it does anybody consider me as a person there is somebody out there and I believe it in my spirit God is speaking specifically to you there is something that has happened in your life in the past and you're you're, you're, you're thinking because of that am I valuable does people think about valuable I want to declare today God says you are called by the name of the Almighty God I declare you're called by heaven and today I want to declare in Jesus name you my daughter my son you are valuable to heaven Bible says there's nobody no name no person no organization no company no choice no person can ever take your value down I want to show it to you Hundred. You might have seen this illustration many times. How much is this? Can you focus on this? This is not uh, counterfeit currency. This is no original. You could see who's this guy on this? Yes. It is the real currency. Hundred bucks. Hundred dollars. This values hundred dollars. Why? Why does it value hundred dollars? Because it is real. It has all the all the details that says it is real, right? I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to hold it. I'm going to give it to you, right? It is valuable, right? It's been given to you. Now I want you to crush it. Crush it. Crush it. Show it on the camera. Crush it. Please take a good shot of him crushing this currency. Crush it. Crush it. Crush it. Throw it down. Throw it down. I want you to step over it. Step over it. Come on. Take a good good, good shot of him doing that. I know he's not wearing shoes, but today that's okay. <laughs> Crush it. It's crushed. It's crushed in every possible way. It's crushed in every possible way. Right? Does this have value? Come on on the chat. You guys know it. Does this have value? Does this have value? I want you to open it. I want you to open it. You go back to the store taking this. Buy the nicest shoe that you wanted to buy. Buy whatever you wanted to buy with $100. That's all a pastor could give you. 
spread on the camera, does this have value? I'm asking you guys, does this have value? Can I declare on the stream right now? Your life looks that you are crushed. You're stepped upon. People have been stepping over your life. You're crushed. There's a lot of mud. There's a lot of dirt. You've been finding yourself in places that you shouldn't be. You've been crushed completely. But can I declare in Jesus' name, Jesus on the cross was crushed for us so that you and me can have a new life. This life is valuable. This life is meaningful. Today I declare in the name of the Almighty God, of the Almighty God, thank you Aaron, of the Almighty God, that your life is valuable to God. Valuable to God. Another, another sign, another um, vision that I, sh I, I was seeing here is listen to everybody. You may brand me off whatever you want, but I function in the, in the spirit of the Almighty God. I don't do anything that the spirit doesn't tell me. Today I'm going to do something at our church for the very first time. Today I'm going to do it. On the online media, I want, I want our team to put up the online giving options right now. Everybody, we're going to make some commitments and we're giving to the Lord right now. Whatever currency you have, whatever currency you have. And in the building, we are going to pass this. In the building, we're going to pass this. In the building, we're going to pass this offering bucket. But on the online platform, we're going to mention our giving online options right now. All the options. We have Zelle. We have um, Venmo. We have, if you go to our website, www.zionchurch.us slash giving, you will see a bunch of other options there. Whatever option, whatever option. This is the time. We as a church, we're together going to make a commitment. There are people here watching me. This is what the Lord told me. There are people here who are watching me. You are in a lot of debt. You want to come, come out of that debt. Today I declare in the name of Jesus, God is giving a financial peace into your life. And I believe it. I believe even when I speak this, I am declaring this over my own life. I'm declaring this over the life of our church and families. If you have a check, write it on Zion Church. If you are on Zelle or Venmo, write it on Zion Church. But we are making some commitments here. We're making some commitments here. Don't think that Pastor Justin is asking for money. Even if you think that, I'm declaring whatever your thought process is. My friends, if you obey and do it in the right spirit, God is going to bless you today. And I declare a financial blessing in the name of Almighty God. I declare it. I declare it. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, if you have your wallet, your, your, your online payment options, anything and everything in your hand, you know, hold it in your hand right now. Hold it in your hand. Make that commitment. Make that small or big, whatever it is. Small or big, whatever it is. Whatever it is. Somebody wants to donate $2,000. God bless you, my friend. God bless you, my friend. But whatever it is, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, I bless everybody today. As they are obeying your word to make a commitment. Father God, as they are sowing a seed. As they are sowing a seed on fertile ground. I pray in the name of the Almighty God. Their generation and generation to come will not die in death. Father, in the name of Jesus. 
I cancel every debt in the name of Jesus. Let there be a financial peace in their finances, in their family, in their job. I declare a financial peace in the name of Jesus. I believe in a God who is the king of the universe. We as your children, we as your daughter, as your son, we are the prince and the princes of the king. We will not lack in anything because we believe you are our shepherd. Jehovah Jireh, my provider, I believe you are my provider. I thank you for what you're about to do. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Can somebody pass this on in within our church as well? You know, today I believe God is about to do something different. God is about to do something different. God is about to do something different. You can keep it in the end so that people can put it later. Um, God is about to do something different. And I believe the Spirit of the Almighty God has taken this place. Let's pray together. Father God, I thank you for what you're about to do. We surrender ourselves. We surrender ourselves. And in Jesus' matchless name I pray. Amen. 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 Hey guys, may the Lord continue to bless you guys. Please be seated wherever you are. Let's dive into the word today. And I believe something amazing is going to break out today. And I thank you worship team. Thank you guys for uh, moving in the spirit of the almighty God. And I believe something is amazing going to happen today. Why don't you invite somebody on the chat right now? I see, I see a lot of people. Hey Kiran, how are you doing? Been a long time. Kiran from Bangalore, Shreya. Good to see you back again. I saw you on Saturday night on our online. Good to see you, Shreya. Good to see you, Joyce. Uh, good to see you guys. Um, everybody, Tony. Good to see you guys. Stanley. Uh, we have Sister Glory. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see everybody on our chat. May the Lord continue to bless you guys. Why don't you, why don't you um, invite somebody else? Why don't you invite your family, maybe? Somebody um, that has never been on this platform. Invite them. Share the stream. Invite them. Today, um, it's going to be a great, wonderful day as we are in the presence of the Almighty God. And I believe always church should be church should be fun and not endured. That you go to church and you're like, oh, I'm going to church. Now, I believe that church should be fun. Church should be encouraging. Church should be a place of fellowship where you want to go. You want to go. I was talking to an opportunity of ours from our church and uh, opportunity was so, so tired of not being able to come to church. Can I tell you, there are so many people who want to be in this building, but unfortunately they are not because of the ongoing situation. Good news, we will be opening our service in, in two weeks time and we're looking forward to make all the announcements on our social media and y'all can follow through on that. But we also will be celebrating 20 years of Zion Church this coming November. We have already planned out for a three-day service three day of our, our celebration service, 20 years of Zion Church. We believe in the supernatural power of the Almighty God. God is going to do something crazy. Do you believe with me? Come on church. Do you believe in it? Everybody's so quiet in here. Do you believe God is going to do something crazy in our midst? On our stream, no matter where you are, you know, God is going to do something crazy in your personal life. And I believe Him to, him to work that wonders in our life. You know, guys, um, for the last three weeks, we've been doing a series called Taken 
right? And uh, week one, we talked about, Jenny mentioned early on, week one, we mentioned about, I will not be surprised. And it talks about what? The signs of the end days. And when we see the signs, we will not be surprised. It will not catch us by surprise. Week two, we talked about Jesus saying, I will be back, right? Week three, we looked into the mysterious Mark of the beast, 666, right? So week three, we completed three weeks of our study on end time. Such a great joy, you know, as I'm reading through. But let me also remind, when I'm reading through the book of Revelation, Daniel, on all the chapters that denote the end times, you know, um, a lot of people always say that, you know, whenever they read through Revelation, it puts them in a lot of fear. For me personally, I was so um, filled with joy. I was filled with joy when I was reading through the book of Revelation. The reason is because the book of Revelation also means it's the book of overcomers. The book of Revelation means it is the book of overcomers. What are you overcoming? You're overcoming life in, on, in the world. You're overcoming the situations of the world. You're overcoming the temptations of the world. You're overcoming the sinful nature of the world. And you are part of the overcomer. Are you with me, church? Are you with me? You're part of the overcomer. The book of Revelation talks to us about you being part of the overcomer. Today, I want to talk to you about the book of life. The book of life. I, I, I so love this entire conversation today. It's called the book of life. And we have seen this portion in around our Bible a lot of times. We have seen this portion in around our Bible. You know, in the Old Testament and the New Testament, you have seen the, the book of life. Let me just give you a backdrop of the entire conversation here. Let's just, let's just pause for a moment and let me just give you an introduction or a backdrop of the book of life. In the Bible, whenever you see, there are more than 28 times when it is mentioned about the book of life or books will be opened, you know, the overall picture in the entire Bible. And almost four times you see that in the book of Revelation, the book of life will be opened. This Lamb's book of life. There are different names to it. Listen to this. In the entire Bible, I want to just divide that entire portion into two books. One, there is a collection of books, right? Two, there is a book of life. The book of life is also in the scriptures known as the book of of the Lamb, right? The book of the Lamb. And then you also see a portion where it talks to us about the book, the books shall be opened. Not just one, it's a collection of books. You know, you walk into the chamber of God and you see a library full of books. And some people, especially Aaron, will have many, many books written under his name. Sean will have plenty, like one entire house belongs to Sean and God says there, writes his book, you know. I'm just pulling out some names here. Uh, <clears throat> but I believe, I believe, you know, there are going to be two collections, two sets that I mentioned. Is one is the, the books will be open. Another is the book of life or the, the book, the lamb of, the, the book of the, the lamb. Listen to this. The book of life is the heavenly record of Christ himself. The book of life is the heavenly record of Christ himself, which determines whether the names are recorded in the book of life, remain in that record and are supported by the confession that they belong to him at the day 
of judgment. In other words, when you accept Christ as your personal Savior, walk in the ways of God Almighty, your name is found already in the book of life. That's what the majority of teachings show us, that your name is written when you accept Christ. Can I tell you, that's a wrong teaching. That's a wrong teaching. Your name is not written when you accept Christ as your personal Savior, but your name is written in the books of the Almighty God even before the foundations of the world were set in order. Are you with me, church? Let's read a portion here. Let's read a portion here. I'll get quickly into that. Luke chapter 10, verse 20. Luke chapter 10. Oh, I'm preaching better than you praise today. Luke chapter 10, verse 20. It says, however... Do not rejoice that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. A lot of time we boast about things that happened to us. We boast about, oh, miracles are happening in my ministry. Prophecy is taking, prophetic ministry is happening. Signs and wonders are taking place. So many souls are coming to the, to the kingdom. But hey, listen to me, listen to me, church. What is the use of your ministry if your name is not found in heaven? Can I tell you, there are many evangelists that America has seen. There are many evangelists that America has seen in the last, from 60s to the 70s and 80s. A lot of evangelists who have come through America. And when that has happened, listen to this, when that has happened, um, you know, you also see the controversies uh, in their ministries. Why were there controversies in the ministry? Simply because they preached they, when they preach, signs and wonders happen, but their own life and moral values did not show anything of what they were preaching about. I don't want to take names of these pastors or evangelists or, you know, I don't want to take their names. But listen, no matter how much you minister, no matter how much you give, some people say, I give to the Lord so much. Just because you give, your name, you know, will not be everlasting in the book of the life. Are you with me? It was in the 1500s or the 1600s when the, the Roman Catholic Church, the, the Catholic Church, the Catholicism, you know, took over the state of England and Europe and uh, they started ruling the entire province, the state. The, 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 the church started ruling and because when the church started ruling, there were a lot of, uh, in, in, you know, things that they brought up. They, also, they said that, you know, if you buy, there were some papers that they were selling. They said, if you buy this paper, your name shall be written in heaven which means the catholic church was controlling the book of the lamb the catholic church and that is heresy now if you come across things like that it is not biblical at all why in the 1500s even just last year there's a group in philippines that said that if you buy uh, uh, these things if you buy these things your name shall be written in heaven nobody controls that are you with me? Nobody controls that. Bible helps us to understand that even before you and me, we were thought to be born in this world from our parents. God already knew about us. And he's already written about your name. And the blessed hope of our Christian life is to know that you and me are already written in the names of our, in, in, in the book of life. Your name is already there. The joy of our life is to find ourselves in the book of life. And when your name is written there, nobody, nobody, nobody can take you out of that except you yourself. Except you yourself. 
And that's where the major schools of theology, right? The two main schools of theology, the, the Calvinistic view and the Armenian view. The Calvinistic view says that once your name is written, will never be blotted out. The Armenian says that, you know, when your works, in your works, in your works, in other words, it's not your works that you do to keep up your salvation, but your belief, you walk in the ways of God Almighty. Let's read for that, you know, in, in, in Exodus chapter 32, verse 22. is an earliest portion that you see about the book of life. When Moses himself is talking to us about it, it says in, in Exodus chapter 32, verse 22, it says, But now, please forgive their sin, right? Forgive their sin. But if not, then blot me out of the book you have written for me. What is Moses trying to say? You all know that the story here is about Moses is with God for all these days and he writes the Ten Commandments. He comes down into the valley and after he comes into the valley, you see that Moses is, is, is seeing a picture of people worshipping the golden calf. For the time that Moses was now with these people that already made their own God. And they are practicing idol worship. They are into the idol worship. And that's where Moses comes down and says, you know what? People, you shall be killed and all that. He gets so angry and, and he breaks the stone tablets and he goes back to the presence of God Almighty. But when God is going to avenge, when God is going to make punishment in the life of Israelites, that's when Moses as a true leader, as a pastor, as a shepherd, you see the heart of the shepherd there? You see the heart of a leader in Moses there? When he knew the, the people that were following him are in great danger. When he knew that the people that were following him will be punished by God. He stands in the gap. Who is a pastor? Uh, a leader? A shepherd? Who is a shepherd? Who is a pastor? A pastor, a priest is a person who stands in between representing man to God. Are you with me? A pastor stands in between. A shepherd stands in between representing man to God. Why does he do that? Why does he do that? You see the portion here. When, 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 when God comes down to destroy the entire Israelites, right? What does God say? What does Moses say? In, in Exodus chapter 32 verse 22, it says, But now, please forgive their sin, Lord. Don't destroy them again. Can I tell you something? As a pastor, it's my joy to cover each of you guys in prayer. People who are part of our ministry, people who are part of this church congregation. People who have asked for prayer. People who think that, you know, I am their shepherd. I pray for you guys. I pray for each and every person. And I cover them in the prayer saying, God, please forgive them. God, no, not this time. Please protect them, O oh Lord. And that's my job. And I, I, I am proud that God has called me to represent men in this generation. To represent a congregation in this generation. And that, that is me as a pastor. But you might be a leader of a small group. You might be leader or you might be a mentor to at least one person. Now listen, listen, listen. When you are a leader, a mentor, you are above somebody in a group, you must pray for that person. Are you with me? It might be just a 12-year-old who says, Achicha, 
And he's always with you or, 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 or there's always around you to learn things from you. Are you with me? But it is your job and responsibility to pray for that person. And that's what Moses is doing here. He says, but now, God, please forgive them. Yes, they were sinful. They committed something that you don't like. They made a God on behalf of you. They made a God. Instead of you, Lord, they started worshiping the golden calf. But Lord, I'm praying that you will forgive their sin. Sin in the Bible, you see in the Greek word, hamartir. Lord, you will forgive their sin. But if not, then blot me also out of the book of life. You see the first portion there? You can blot me out from the book of life. You can blot me out, Lord. And that's why I want to bring your attention towards that each and everybody, even before you and me were born, in other words, the children that will be born through you is also written in the book of life or the books of God Almighty. But there is another one. There is a books of books of God. Two, there's a book of life. Let's read in Revelation chapter 20 verse 15. And if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. What has happened here? How does his name not found in the book of life? Uh, let me just tell you, there are a few surprises that you will have when you go to heaven. Number one, you will, you know, to find a person who you never thought will be in heaven and you see them for the very first time, you will be surprised, right? And the second surprise is finding yourself in heaven is a big surprise too. A lot of people are going to be surprised. Right, and that's I just added on, added that over there. But let's just read into this portion here, Malachi chapter three, verse sixteen to eighteen. Let's read it together. Then those who fear the Lord spoke to one another. This is this is this is really good word here. You need to write it down. Then those who fear the Lord spoke to one another, and the Lord gave attention and heard it. And a book of remembrance was written before him for those who feared the Lord and who esteem his name. Listen to the word, the book of remembrance. You know, that's what I said. There is a, the book of life, which is the book of the Lamb. And there is the, the collection of books, which is the book of remembrance. Collection of how many books does God have? I don't know exactly. I haven't counted. There are books. It's a plural there. Biblia in Greek. It's a plural there. So you, you assume there are many books over there. Many books. The books of remembrance was the collection of books. And then the book of life. What is a book of remembrance? What is a book of remembrance? Now, when Malachi is prophesying it, you can read it when you get time or, you know, later you can write it down on your notes and read it later. Malachi chapter 3 verse 16 to 18. It talks about the book of remembrance. The Lord spoke to one another and the Lord gave attention and heard it. And a book of remembrance was written before him for those who fear the Lord. What is the book of remembrance? Everything that you and me, we do, will be written in the book of remembrance. Are you with me? Everything, every single deed of our life, everything that you and me do will be written in the book of life. Or in, sorry, in the book of remembrance, everything. Even, 
let me just give you this thought here. Even before the thoughts rise up in your heart, those are written. Your intent behind your actions is written. Your thought processes are recorded. And that's why the book of remembrance judges you. The book of remembrance judges each one of you. But listen to this. The book of remembrance was not just what is Malachi preaching for the very first time. The book of remembrance is a book that you see the kings of Israel or the kings back in the days used to use, have. Why do I say this? If you read to the book of Esther, you come to the portion where King Xerxes noted down, written, has written it down, what Mordecai has done for the king. You know the story, right? King Xerxes was, you know, was going to be assassinated or killed or murdered. So what happened? Mordecai, he hears this, he informs the king and protects the king. What does King Xerxes do? He writes it down in the book of remembrance. The kings back in the days had a book. They wrote down every good thing people did. Right? Every good thing. If somebody buys me a good biryani, you are registered in my mind. If you treat me well, you're registered in my mind. Now if you talk crap about me, that is also registered in my mind. Are you with me? In the, in the book of remembrance, the kings used to write down every good thing and also the bad thing that his people or their people were doing. The king remembered that. And whenever he goes through that account, he reads that to give them rewards. And that's why you see King Xerxes, he forgot what he had written about Mordecai. He had to go back and read that portion. And when he read that portion, he said, I want to honor Mordecai for what he has done for me and my nation. In other words, the king had to open the book of remembrance and read from it for what he had written. Are you with me, church? Are you with me? So whatever you do, whatever you do, I may not see your pastor does not see I see you for three hours on Sunday morning. Thankful, thank, thank you for you know the, the lockdown situations and social distancing. I just see you for a couple of hours during the week. But there's a God who sees you. Every single thought that rises up in our heart, God sees you. Not just the actions, but the intent behind those actions. Everything. I'm not trying to scare you, but trying to be on your side to help you that you can actually take this scripture and be very negative. Oh, there's somebody looking at me. Can I tell you, there's somebody looking at you to celebrate you. Take it in that way. Oh, heaven is looking into my life that heaven will celebrate me. God will reward me. We take the book of Revelation and we think it up very negatively. We are very afraid of the entire situation. Hey, can I tell you, the book of remembrance will be written about you. And I pray that you think about all the good things that will be written about you. Let us focus on that. Let us focus on the life that we are living. Let us focus on the thoughts that come into our mind. The book of life, when the, the book of remembrance will be opened, 
and you stand in the presence of the God, God Almighty, He will reward you for all the things that is mentioned in that book. Let's read another, another portion here. God knows all your work. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 10. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 10. Another scripture. God knows your works. God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love you have shown him as you have helped his people and continue to help them. Are you with me? God knows your work. Nobody else has to know. When you support a missionary, when you support a pastor, when you support an organization, when you support somebody, nobody else has to know. God knows it, my friend. Are you with me? Hebrews chapter 6 verse 10. God is not unjust. And that's the kind of God we get to celebrate. He is not unjust. He will not forget your work. Some people think that, you know, I work so hard for this church. They have forgotten me. There are people who think that. I work day and night and hours together for this church and people forget me. Are you with me, church? But don't let people and the opinion of people, the appreciation of people from letting you not do what God thinks about you. Bible says He will not forget you. The greatest appreciation that you need to receive is from God and nobody else. In the words of Ravi Zacharias, the late Dr. Ravi Zacharias, he would say, the greatest appreciation I'm waiting for is not from people, from but God, from, but from God. And the words will be, well done, my faithful servant. When the book of remembrance is opened, Ravi Zacharias says, when the book of remembrance is opened, God would say, well done, my faithful servant. Are you with me, church? And the greatest joy of our life should be, the day I close my eyes on earth, I open my eyes in eternity with my Savior, where God and His entire heavenly host is waiting to celebrate that reunion. He is waiting to see me back again. And He's saying, come my friend, I have been missing you for too long. Come, let's enjoy life in eternity. Come, let's celebrate together today. And He is waiting for us. When the book of remembrance is opened, listen, I'm mentioning two things here. When the book of remembrance is opened, he will think about all the good things that, has, that we have done. And also, if there are thoughts that has come to our mind that contradicts the purpose of God in our life, cancel them. Let those thoughts be vanished away in the presence of the Almighty God. Those thoughts that are, that are carnal, those thoughts that are worldly, those thoughts that, 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 that takes us as into, 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 into the addictions of worldliness. Thoughts that can captivate us and take us from the presence of the Almighty God. You don't want those things to be written. If you don't want those things to be written, you don't do it. Let me ask you this question. In today's generation, who knows you better? Who knows you better? You think your wife knows you? You think your children knows you? Can I tell you something? Everything that you like, you don't like, 
your taste, your likes, every information today is stored in Google and on Facebook. I, I, you know, I know most of you would not be surprised, but I think it was Sean, uh, you would remember a couple of months ago, Sean and I, we were talking about something. Uh, um, and uh, the next moment, I go back home, I pull up my Facebook, I pull up my um, you know, Google account, and I see the things that we talked about in the form of advertisements. They are, at, you know, they are trying to sell us those things. How did it happen? There are constantly people storing information about us. In a world today, you can definitely turn that off. You can probably turn that off, the, that notification, you can turn that off and people may not hear you. But still, listen, 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 listen. The world today is functioning in a way that they are hearing you speak. In other words, the walls have ears. They can hear you. There is no secret. Every secret will be revealed in the light of His glory. Things that you do in the dark will be revealed when the light is shown on them. Whose light? Jesus' light. In the light of His glory, our life becomes crystal clear. Secrets, no secrets anymore. So live our life in the confidence that one Christ, God, is watching us listening to us and these are written in the books of remembrance church my job as a pastor is to prepare the church for the return of Jesus Christ is that true that's my job and I want to prepare my church I want to prepare my church in every possible way I know Al is here within two weeks he's getting married I'm so excited for him the entire family is so excited. If I ask Al, Al how, many, how many months did you take to prepare? He would say probably a, a year, Pastor. We've been talking, going forth and back, back and forth with all the preparation and planning about the clothing and the venue and all. And especially during the corona time, nothing is a fixed plan that you have to play by the year in the end. But listen, we prepare for the weddings. We prepare ourselves. The great wedding is about to happen. Prepare ourselves. The thoughts that rise up in the book of life. And that's why I want to help you understand. In the olden days, the reference was in the Esther, the book of Esther you see, the kings used to write down everything so that God can reward you. There are people here, I would declare that God sees your work. And I see, you know, I was going through some of the pictures that from the time we started construction and a lot of things that was going on, I see a lot of our boys from our church, girls, youngsters from our church who work tirelessly hard for the work of this church. Can I tell you, nobody else rewards you. I may not be able to reward you, but God does not forget. That's what we read in Hebrews chapter 6 verse 10. It says, God is not unjust. He will not forget your work. Even if you spend like five minutes in the kingdom of God to work, he will not forget that. He doesn't forget your work. Are you with me? He doesn't forget your work. Don't be hesitant. Because you think that, Don't be afraid. There's a heaven that recognizes your work. There's a heaven that recognizes your work. Don't be afraid about who is not who is not appreciating me. Heaven recognizes. Bible says he's not unjust that he will forget your work. 
I may not be able to, but God does not forget. Let's read. In, in Revelation, that's why I read the second book, the book of life, the book of remembrance. You see a book, a collection of books where all the thoughts of your life will be written, right? Everything will be written about your life. Everything. Then comes the book of life. Now this is going to be a little more theological conversation here. The book of life. There are people who say the, in the book of life, your name is written. Your name is written when you accept Christ as your personal savior. That's why I started off with it. Now I want to come back to that portion. Your book, your, in the book of life, your name is not written when you accept Christ. It's already there. It's already there. But listen to this. Everybody's name. And that's why we differ from the main Baptist theology. What does they say? The, the election, the selection of the elected, the predestination. These are some of the theological words. The predestination that God has destined some people, collected some people, not everybody, some people. But I don't agree with that or, or in, a, in, a, in, a, in a church or the assemblies of God, we as an organization, denomination or we as a church, we don't believe on that. We believe one thing. Listen to this. God has predestined everybody. You could be a Christian. You could be a Hindu or Muslim. Nobody, who, whoever you are. Everybody is predestined. The predestination on everybody. Everybody. But. It's like the insurance policy. You say you have the insurance policy. But boy, you don't pay the premium. You don't pay. It's not applicable at all. You have the insurance policy only to find out when you have, when you meet with an incident is to find out that that's not covered. This is not covered. This is a big problem. Man, that's a big headache. When you have an insurance policy, take the best insurance policy and pay for it. But I don't want to, I don't want to bring your attention when I say this, share this. I don't want to say that you have to pay for your salvation. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. But listen, when I say you've been predestined and everybody, everybody, the Martoma, the, the Catholic, and next time you meet with your Martoma friend, your Orthodox friend, whoever it is, one of the things that we differ with them is we believe that everybody is predestined. But, but you have the choice of accepting Christ. In the Bible, you see, there are two births. The Bible, you see, there are two lives. In the Bible, you see, there are two uh, resurrections. What is the two births? One is the, 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 the birth, the natural birth. Second, God, Jesus himself was talking to the leader of the rabbis. Who was he talking to? To Nicodemus, whatever he's saying. If you need to enter the kingdom of heaven, you must be... Born again of the water and in the spirit. And Nicodemus asked, what a legitimate question. Jesus, you know what? I am probably, he's 40 years old. Now, I'm 40 years old. Do you think I can go back into my mother's womb and come back again? What a stupid question. Probably Jesus is like, ha, ha, ha. Yes, good question. But listen, if only you will be born again, which is a second birth. So everybody else watching me today, you might not be, uh, a, I would say, a follower of Christ. You just stumble on our channel watching us. Let me just bring you out there. God has already written your name in the book of life that you will enjoy eternity with him. But today you have to make 
a personal commitment to say, I accept Christ as my personal savior. Not in the compulsion of a pastor, leader, friend, brother, sister, father, mother, but it is my personal decision to follow Christ. I make it. And that's where, and that's where, and that's where you see your book, in the book of life, your name is found there for eternity. What happens? Now, I reminded you, I shared, shared this with you guys, that everybody's name is written in the book of life. But, listen, on the day of judgment, on the day of judgment, some names will be blotted out. You think your name is there? You know, have you ever made some online registrations? Only to find out when you get to the venue that your registration was not complete. Well, this, the reason why I'm sharing this story is that it's a personal story. I made an online registration for Anisha and I for a couple of years ago for some college event back in Springfield. We made an online registration. It was so cool. They advertised that it was a free event. That's what they said. I didn't know that was paid. And we made the registration. Well, I was just so happy. This was my first time in a college event in America. And I'm like, we're all dressed up. We go to the gate only to find out, only to find out my name wasn't there. I was so angry. Just think about it. The time it gets to dress up and to get to a place, not for me, but for Anisha, is crazy. She's watching. She's going to be very angry with me. But, you know, it's for both of us. We take a lot of time getting dressing up. We got there only to find out our name was not there. Woo! It hit me so hard. Then they said, sir, you registered, but you have not paid. I'm like, can I pay now? Thankfully, they accepted we could go in. Listen, this is going to be the same situation. Every word that I shared is simply because I want to share something. We all get up, get ready. We spend so much time in everything else. But hey. Pay a close attention to the details of it. When you get to heaven and God opens your book, the book of life, and you see, whose name shall I take? Okay, nobody. You see, Justin, 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 Justin. I see Justin from Kerala. I see Justin from Pakistan. I see Justin from Dubai. I see all the Justins, Justin, Justin, Sabu from Dallas. If my name is blotted out, Jesus helps us to understand, no matter what you do on earth to gather the riches, but your soul is not found in heaven, or in other words, your name is not written in the book of life, that's where I want to bring your attention. Can your name be blotted out? Calvinism, Baptist people, you know, most of the mainline churches would teach you that once your name is written in the book, you can live the way you want to live. Go party hard. Do whatever you want to do. Your name will never be blotted out from the book of life. I read cover to cover. This Bible doesn't say that. My Bible doesn't say that. Now, I don't know if they have a different Bible. Of course, the Catholics have a different Bible, but that is not a right Bible. I'm sorry if I'm preaching very straightforward here because I, I cannot preach anything else. Your name can be blotted out if you not live in the righteousness of God Almighty. Listen, last, last three days we hosted an uh, uh, online 
online revival service, which is so powerful, very powerful. Anybody who missed that on the online platform, you need to go on our social media, on, 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 on Facebook, and you need to watch all of those three, because three uh, anointed servants of God, three anointed servants of God uh, brought a powerful word uh, uh, in our midst. Three anointed servants of God, and, the, and there's a specific reason why I chose these three people. Three anointed servants of God. First day, Brother Dennis brought a powerful word. He talked about the reconciliation. He talked about us coming closer to the heart of God with revival in our spirit. Happens with forgiveness. Week two, day, sorry, day two, Brother Jason, Pastor Jason brought an amazing word and he helped us to understand, seek the righteousness of God to come closer to Him. Day three, yesterday night, my dear brother Alvin brought the powerful word saying and stating that the only way you can come closer to God is to love God with all your heart, your mind, your soul. With all your strength, you love God. You love God. I'm encouraging people during this entire collection. Can I have my worship team behind me? To have and to come closer to God Almighty. To come closer to God Almighty. My friend, your name, your name, your name will be written and is written and will not be blotted out. Remain faithful. That's why every time I give baptism to people, I say that remain faithful until the Lord comes back so that you shall receive the crown of life. Your name shall be found in the book of life. My friends, let's, let's just commit ourselves. Let's just commit ourselves. When I was reading through the book of Revelation, it filled me with a lot of joy. But at the same time, as a pastor, it filled me with a lot of fear too. Because as a pastor, as a pastor, listen, as a pastor, as a shepherd, God has given me a flock. God has given me a group. That, that, that not just in this building, but on our social media platform, there are many people who are, who are, who are with us on this ministry. And I pray, I pray, and I pray. And I pray that we will live our lives in the righteousness of God. Seek the righteousness of God. And nothing else matters in this world. Listen, I mentioned two things. One is the, the collection of books, which is the book of remembrance. God remembers everything. Two, it is a book of life in the, in the book of Revelation. I hope and I pray your name will be found there. That's why Revelation chapter 20 verse 15 says, And if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown in the lake of fire. Eternal death. Eternal death is another symbolism of saying that you will die but not die. You are living your life in death. With a lot of pain. Struggle. You don't want to do that. Can I just tell you, Texas heat is so crazy. Last week was horrible. Horrible. Arizona people of, you know, Brother John is watching me from Arizona. Brother John, I've been to a lot of cities in, <laughs> in, in, in the US. I think you should move to Dallas. Um, the heat in Arizona is crazy. <laughs> Phoenix is crazy. But think about it. Think about it. Think about the, the heat in, in the lake of fire. There are two imageries that I want to portion here. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, because they didn't bow down to the Nebuchadnezzar's idol, they were 
thrown into the fiery furnace that the enemies made. Why? Because they didn't bow down. They did not bow down to, they did not bow down to the king's order. But listen, similar portion. Now, because you don't bow down to any other idol in the world, God takes you in eternity. And people who bow down to wickedness, bow down to idols, bow down to everything else. Listen, listen, listen. They will be thrown in the lake of fire. What an imagery that you see from the book of Daniel and the book of Revelation. Two books that talks about the apocalyptic literature. Book of the end times. This is a moment for us to make a personal commitment here. Live your life. Live your life in the way that every single thing, thoughts of your life are recorded. The secret phone conversations, the secret accounts that you operate, the sites that we visit. You will walk into the chamber of God one day. All of this will be opened up. And you would say, Lord, no, 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 no. That day I didn't do that, Lord. I was with Aaron would say, Lord, that day I was with Pramod. I was with Pastor Justin. God will open up that exact folder. August 22nd, 11 o'clock. I see you. I see you, Aaron, behind the camera. You were smiling. You worked hard. Good. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Every single file and folder will be open, my friend. It's written. The book of remembrance. And he will reward you for that. For you being faithful. That's where the book of Revelation talks about the, the crown of life. Pastors have a separate reward. Do you know that? Pastors, leaders, shepherds, we have a separate reward. Why? Because we have to tolerate people like you. I'm just, I'm just making it as good and comfortable this message could be, should be in your life. Listen, the book of remembrance and the book of life has your name in it. Walk in the ways. That's what God has done. It, your name is already in it. Your name, nobody can take it out until you do it by yourself. Young people listening to me, if there are children, you know, especially the reason why I'm sharing this as children is because I know my son Josiah, when I go back home, he quotes me some of the scriptures I mentioned. Children who are watching me, listen to this. Young children, the age of Josiah from our church. I could take these names, but your kids are watching. Josiah and Naomi, Abigail, Nathan, Johnny. You guys might be watching as the many other kids. We have a lot of kids coming up too. I can't remember all the names, but hey, listen. God knows your name. Your name is written in the book of life. Live in the way and ways of God that your parents have shown you that you find yourself. When you meet with Jesus one day, the book of remembrance will be opened. The book of lies 
And it should not be the book of lies. It should be a book of rewards for your life. Can you all stand up in God's presence on all platforms? Let us look to the Lord in prayer. Summit ourselves once again and ask the Lord, Lord, thank you for the... Thank you for the book of life. Thank you for the book of remembrance. Thank you for remembering us. Even when I thought that nobody thinks about me, you think about me and you're making a journal entry for me every day. The blessed hope of our life is to know that God is making a journal entry for each one of us. He is crazy and He is mad for you. He is in love you guys and that's why he's making sure that he remembers everything about you that does not mean God forgets things it's a way of saying he remembers heaven has the biggest supercomputer ever invented he knows everything let's surrender ourselves every eye closed every eye closed every eye closed the book of Life has your name in it. Walk in the ways of God. Walk in the ways of heaven. Let's rejoice one another again. Let's sing a song and worship God during this time. And if you have watched us later, part of the service, the giving online options are available again. Um, you, can, you can go ahead and contribute, but let's sing a song and worship God. I'll be back right after that and pray and, and, and conclude our service. I'll be back right after our, our worship. But let's sing a song and celebrate the goodness of our God because we know you are beautiful. God, you are wonderful. You are beautiful.